energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed or transmuted. So when we have a physical body, the essence of who we really are, that energy of who we really are, once the physical body dies or is no longer here, the energy of who you are, it cannot be destroyed. So it goes into another realm. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hey everyone, Tina here. I'm so excited to bring you this show today. And I have a fantastic guest on, and it is Marcy Barron. Before we get to the guest, I want to share with you an exciting course that I have. It is the Intuitive Woman Card Reading Course. So this is intuitive reading using oracle cards and angel cards. We are starting on March 21st, and we're going to meet live four weeks in a row on a Wednesday. We're going to work with oracle cards and angel cards, creating the practice. We're going to connect with your spirit guides and your angels. We're going to work with intention to work with the cards and understand our energy and reading for ourselves. Then also, we're going to work with the cards in areas of life, such as career, relationship, and making decisions. Also, we're going to take those cards and we're going to use multiple decks and multiple cards. And then finally, reading with others. Now, this is going to be in a secret Facebook group and we're going to meet live on Zoom, 7 p.m. starting March 21st and ending April 11th. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this course for so long. So all the information is in the show notes. Go to my website, tinaconnery.com, and you'll see the Intuitive Woman Card Reading Course. I would love to have you be a part of it. I am thrilled to have Marcy Barron as my guest today. Marcy lives her life from a place of ease and authentic power. She didn't always listen to her soul's voice, but that voice became very strong. She now walks her walk and talks her talk, and she lives her life in alignment. Today, she is going to speak about past life and how she helps people do a past life regression and how they can heal trauma and the trauma that's running the show today. So we go deep into past life and Marcy talks a little bit about her background. She is an amazing person. She has so much to speak about and we could have talked forever. Marcy does so much healing. We are local ladies to the Long Island area and all her information will be in the show notes. Sit back and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Marcy. How are you today? Hi. How are you, Tina? I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. I have been looking forward to speaking to you for so long. Oh, I'm so happy. Me too. (laughs) I love the fact that we are local ladies and we have so many similar interests. And I feel like when we spoke on the phone recently, I said, I feel like I've been kind of following you around. It's like, you find me and I find you and I have a client that mentions you. And I'm so glad that we finally get to connect. Me too. I love it. It's our soul tribe that we all resonate in the same place and we're able to connect in that awesome, high vibrational place. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I've always loved that. Always from the first time I heard that soul tribe and I completely, completely agree to that. Um, Before we get to our topic today, which I'm again so excited about because I have not covered this on the show, we're going to talk about past lives, everyone. And I get a lot of questions of this and 
it is a very interesting topic. But before we even go there, I would love to bring the listeners back to a little bit of your background and how you were brought up. And I usually ask, were you brought up spiritual or religious or both? And then kind of take us to where you are today and and your gifts today. Okay. I was actually raised here on Long Island in just a reformed Jewish home. Nothing religious. I always called us like eating Jews. We'd be, you know, we like eat at the Jewish holidays. But there always was a sense of spirituality, especially through my mom. There, I always felt that and in alignment with Jewish tradition, that we are a soul, that is who we really are at our core, and that the soul always goes on forever. So I was raised with, you know, traditional secular Jewish values, and through my mom, able to connect in a deeper, more soulful place. But it wasn't until I really became an older, I would say like in college, I went to the University of Vermont in Burlington, which is like a very progressive, awesome place. And in my holistic health class, we were introduced to shamanic journeying (laughs) and I was able to meet a spirit guide. At that time, I was able to like astral project a lot and have a lot of lucid dreams. So it was my own curiosity that introduced me to uh, that there is more out there and connected me to my spiritual self. But it wasn't until I would say probably, well, when I, I think it was about 18 years ago when I had, we were just talking about this. It's actually the anniversary of his passing. My son that was born prematurely and he lived for eight weeks in the NICU and then passed away. And what I realized was it was through that grief, through that sadness, through that trauma that I was really able to connect and try to look for the bigger picture and see things in a wider sense as to like, why are we really here? What's going on? And what is my role in this? And through all of that, I was able to connect to where my pain became my purpose and my wound became my wisdom and led me to my soul's purpose, which is being a conduit of healing for others. You know what? I am listening to your story and thank you so much for sharing that because it's such a, I know we spoke earlier offline and it's such a challenging day, but you know, you also said it's such a beautiful day and the sun is shining yeah. here as we're speaking. And I, and I feel like there are, there is absolutely no coincidences. I mean, here we are speaking and connecting on, again, a soul level. We haven't physically met yet, but we have so much. So he's just with us and he's yeah. going, unfortunately going through that pain that you went through. And we were talking about this just a moment ago has really allowed you to be the conduit that you are and and shining your light and helping so many people and so many people in so many ways. So Aww, what a gift, you. you know, what, yeah. what truly a gift. Yeah, I think that what most people don't realize is, and we'll be talking more about this as we get into the conversation about past lives, is that we're really here to learn our lessons of our souls, that we're in this dense physical vibration to learn what it is that we came here to learn. And a big part for me was a big piece of that for me was grief. And so, you know, while it's 
you know, it's something that I feel and it's something that wells up inside of me. And there are moments where it overcomes me. And I think everybody can relate to that because being a human being, we've all lost something or someone that we love. And so it's how do I find the strength from all of that? And what is it here to teach us? And that's really where I've been able to wrap my head around all of the things that I've been through and everybody's been through a lot. I, you know, it's just, it's just par for the course being a human being, but I release that victim mentality and come into a space of acceptance and alignment around everything that's happened and happening. And I, you know, we hear this term earth school and, you know, here we are learning our lessons and there are no deemed good or bad lessons. They're just lessons. But when we're here and we're going through our trials and our tribulations and we're moving through the process, we're moving through the human experience. Right. I want to just dive in because I feel like let's just really dive into this. So share with us your experience with past lives. And then I think from there, we'll just have lots of different conversation around it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I think from a very young age, we're all aware of our true nature, which is that we are energy that, and again, if you think about it on a quantum physics level, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed or transmuted. So when we have a physical body, the essence of who we really are, that energy of who we really are. Once the physical body dies or is no longer here, the energy of who you are, it cannot be destroyed. So it goes into another realm. But for me personally, getting back to your question, it was like from a young age, and a lot of young children talk about this, they have the recollection of being that light of being that essence, the essence of who they really are. They're connected to everyone and everything because they haven't been socialized. So I think as a young kid, I used to like remember things or have like, Ooh, a knowing of things or sensitivities to things. And then as I got older, I used to have a lot of memories of things that I was like, what is that about? And as I've progressed on this journey, and specifically, I trained with Dr. Brian Weiss, who is the preeminent authority, so to speak, on past lives. He is a medical doctor. He was an Ivy League trained MD who went to Yale and Columbia medical school and undergraduate. I'm not sure which one, which one was which, but he was a practicing psychiatrist in Miami and the head of a major hospital there, I think Beth Israel. And he would see clients in a hospital setting with therapy and of course, to treat them with medication. But he had a, a patient, I say not a client, a patient, he's a doctor, where he, where she was having so many problems, so many issues, so many phobias, and she wouldn't take medication. So what he did was, in a typical clinical setting, was to regress her back to early childhood when he um, said, 
Tell me about the time where you were choking because she wouldn't take the pill. She was afraid of choking. So there was like some little trauma maybe when she was younger. And normally what happens is once you access that memory, you're able to heal. And she wasn't better. So he said to her in the regression, tell me about the first time you felt like you were choking. And she went back to ancient Egypt and she was able to describe everything that was happening with such amazing detail. And what she said was she saw herself drowning in a flood. And he was, yeah, and he was able to like, I guess, have the wherewithal to guide her through this. And then when she came out of the regression, you know, it was like, they were both a little like, okay, but the proof was that now the fear of choking went away. (laughs) So what happened was he, she was, became this incredible conduit of not just her own past lives and able to access them with clarity and experience these quote spontaneous healings around whatever was going on in the traumas. But she was able to channel for him energy that he called the masters. And if you read his book, which I encourage all of your listeners to read it, it's called Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss. He goes into detail about how not only he was able to work with her and her past lives, but get information from different energies or collective energies, so to speak, that gave him information. So for example, again, he's like, what is going on? And he had, his father came through with his Hebrew name and there was personal information that nobody would have known. It's, you know, Google didn't exist then. And it was an incredible thing for him to be a witness to and part of where he didn't have any information to say, you know, okay, what is this about? There were people who had near death experiences and had described those realms, but this was like, on the forefront of his work. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know what? I I read that book numerous amount of times and I feel like I can always read it. And I remember the first time I read it, I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my, like I kept reading it and reading it. You know, I read it one time and then I was just so enamored. I actually had the fortune of being with Brian Weiss for a, it was like a conference and he was one of the people and he Mm. did put the, um, we were there and he allowed, went through a regression. And I remember that so well. And I can remember it so clearly of my past life and the, the regression I had. I think he took us to, through two regressions. And, you know, oh, going yeah. back to what you were saying about as children and how you had certain memories and I have, we've hear this a lot, like a young child will talk about being, they're talking about things that were from history and they, they talk as if it just happened, you know, like mm. it's so real. I remember my first cousin would always talk about the war and talk about very specific things. And, and again, we didn't have Google then, but it was right. so real that you had to think there's something here. You know, a lot of parents talk about that, that their children uh, will talk as if these things are real and they'll go on and on about, about things. And it's interesting how they lose that, you know, 
also. Right, right. Because there's, there are two reasons for that. You know, as we get older and socialized and it's kind of maybe not accepted in a lot of circles, or if the parents aren't aware of that and what that is and, and how to nurture and accept that, it's twofold. There are a lot of stories that you can Google about children having past lives. Like talking about the war, there was one child I know that is documented that just always drew pictures, always spoke about it. He knew his name and the details and the parents were able to Google it and it came out to be true. There was another child who had this whole idea or kept talking about a life in Hollywood as being an actor and how, and and again new details and places and people and they were able to verify everything that he said there's also i know a book by Wayne Dyer I think it's called Memories of Heaven, something like that. I'm not certain of the name, but he talks about, he had his readers and all of the people that follow him, I know he's passed now, write in about children, how they remember being in that space before they incarnated in their physical body. So they had connections with angels or God or consciousness, whatever, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And before they incarnated, and it's a really easy book to read. So there are so many, I mean, when you look at this, so many of the world's cultures and religions and consciousness connect to this. And there's so much information now, like you said, you can, it was always just little stories and no one was able to really connect what it was. And now it's just, thank God, we have so much information that you can just Google that and look up, you know, children who remember their past lives and there are YouTube videos and documents. There's a woman I heard that claimed she was Anne Frank and or Anne Frank, however you say it. And she went into the Anne Frank house and she knew where everything was. I think I remember hearing about that as well. Yeah. It's yeah. like really, really an interesting phenomenon, but there's so much incredible information. Now, the interesting part that I, that I'm interested about is this is all fun. And I mean, fun in a good way. And I'm not, not fun, meaning it's not real, but when you go through the regressions and it's interesting if you've never done that, because like I said, I have experienced it with, which is pretty mind blowing, but it's more than that. What I'm so interested in, which I'm sure you are as a healer is how to use those past regressions to heal. And that's Mm. the part that I think is just so amazing and powerful. So when we look back and we, you know, we hear the stories where people were, had throat issues or chest issues or shoulder issues, and it goes back to these traumas. And Mm. then when they are able to go back, actually have this healing. Do you have any, do you have any, can we speak a little bit about that? Like the healing connected to the past life regression? 100%. Right. So your point is incredible. It's like fun. It's like a lot of people get caught up in the story, but the story is really not the point of all of this. The point is what happened in that life that's affecting you now? What was the trauma that you're still carrying, because if energy cannot be created or destroyed, it could just be changed or transmuted, that energy is still carrying the trauma. So the way it works is 
we set the intention. Okay. So let's say it is, I have a really good example. A client came to me and she has terrible fears of dying and, but more of like germaphobe getting sick, always like, I'm going to get the plague. It was like the plague, the plague, the plague. And I'm thinking to myself, what's going on with the plague? Right. <laughs> so we right. Cause that doesn't even come into my consciousness. I never say the word plague. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not something that's on my radar, but this is something. And I, and I said to her, I was like, were you very sick as a child? No. You know, so you always want to find out if in this lifetime, if the trauma happened. So I said, we need to do a past life progression around that. So when I regressed her, she was taken to saw herself in a basement dying of the plague. Wow. Right. So she, yeah. And it was like, she was hysterically crying and it was very emotional. And so there are two parts to this about the healing that I want to address with Dr. Weiss and his training and what you experienced in the groups and I, and what I do with my clients too, is after we connect with that energy, we're able to, I'm able to have clients understand what is the point of what happened and how does it connect to this life? Like, what are the lessons you learned? So when you're able to connect with that energy and be in that space, very often it's cathartic enough to understand like this is what happened and this is now brings healing around it. But what I've learned since I did my training with Dr. Weiss is very often there are soul fragments. So this is part two to your question about the healing. So soul fragments are pieces of our energy that are stuck in that time-space dimension, and they're still holding that energetic charge of, let's say, this woman who's in pure panic and terror, (laughs) you know, in, in this space of dying alone. So the healing comes... And again, I'm able to understand through my intuition and and, and the way that I work is, A, is it enough that it's just, we're just connecting with this story, the energy, and she's able to get the lesson. But then I'm able to understand through my intuition that if there's a soul fragment and the soul fragment needs to be healed. And I do this. A lot oh, that, with my clients. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, so, because now I'm like, my mind is racing and I'm thinking, so <laughs> you, as you take them back and the story unfolds, mm-hmm. then these soul fragments are the pieces that have to be healed. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah. So what's happening is sometimes it's enough to be able to get into what the story is, but the soul fragment. So if there's a piece of their soul that's stuck in that time space dimension. So a lot of people think that time is linear, right? That when we say a past life, it happened before, but in real time, everything's happening now. (laughs) I don't know if you have that concept or your listeners have that concept of time space right now, but everything 
is really happening now. It's just where we're focusing our attention. Sure. And uh, yeah. So, but that energy is frozen in, in a space of time that, and let's just say for argument's sake, that's, that's already gone. So what we need to do is, and the way that I do it is we have to send the soul fragment into the light. So if you think of that, when you pass away, right, your physical body dies and the energy, your energy goes up to the higher planes. Okay. To work with your guides and to go through your life review and all of what's going on. And if, if your listeners want to read really good books about what happens in that in between, I recommend a book called journey of souls. And the other book I recommend is your soul's plan. Nice. And that one is written by Dr. Robert Schwartz or Robert Schwartz. I'm not sure if he's a doctor. I don't know who wrote journey of souls, but one is journey of souls. And the other one is your soul's plan. So you can read about that. That's a whole other story, but if the essence of who you really are goes up for those life reviews, those soul planning, all of that, there's a piece that's stuck in fear, in horror, in terror, in grief, in sadness. And it hasn't, it hasn't gone completely into the light. Mm, interesting. So, right. So that piece has to be, there has to be, what I do with my clients is I have them go with one of their guides, whichever guide they feel comfortable with. For some people, it's a loved one in heaven. For some of them, it's been pets. It can be an angel or whomever they wish to go with. They approach and go to the soul fragment and tell them who they are. And there is an energy clearing to release the trauma because again, it's just energy and it needs to be transmuted. Once the soul fragment energy is cleared and transmuted, we then have the soul fragment then go up into the upper realms through a beam of light or a portal or however the client sees it. And then what the intention is, is that this piece of that has now gone into the light, when it's ready, it can join the higher self. And very often it can be instantaneously. Sometimes it's within the day or coming days, weeks. And I don't know if you're familiar with muscle testing, but mm -hmm. we can always muscle test if it's happened and about when it'll be. So that's a really key part that, and soul fragments, if you read from shamans, that's a very common thing in the shamanic communities and shamans that, that they know that there are pieces of people that are fragmented or their souls that are fragmented. And you can have a couple of them depending on what your experiences are. The whole thing is so interesting to me because as a healer, do you get a lot of people that will come to you? Like, will they, a lot of people that I get, and I, I don't get a lot of people that come to past life because that's not a lot of my focus or my background, but 
Do people come and say, oh, I know I've had a past life issue or do they come and then as you're working with them, these things kind of come up or they're able to be seen or felt energetically in the energetic field or, or sensed? Like, I guess what I'm Great saying question. is, yeah, yeah, like as you're working with them, like, you know, we both work with the chakras and energy and, you know, energy is energy, but depending on how we work with that client, is there a way for you to... Is, I guess, is it a process to kind of figure it out? Um, well, I guess for me, most people don't realize it's past life stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, that most right. people don't come in and go, I think this is a past yeah. life thing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just saying this is what's coming up. What ends up happening is based on the conversations that I have with them and based on my own intuition. And then I always confirm it with the muscle testing, what this is. So in my mind, when I work with clients, it's always, is this a current thing or is this past life and what's the best way to, to heal it? For me in my own life, I'm always asking that question. I'm like, is this, is this current or is this past life? I just had something yeah. come up <laughs> in a relationship and I'm like, there's no reason I should be feeling this way. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's past life. <laughs> well, it's so, it's so funny you said that because I have, there's a few people, I'm really a kind of person that for the most part, like the majority of people, I mean, there, and I have on my hand, maybe one or two people that I literally can say to myself, it had to be a past life. It's so Mm -hmm. disdaining. And the person never did anything to me in this past life, but just being around the presence. And and it's it's so interesting with intuition, right? Because you just know that. But there was it was beyond that. And I have (laughs) I have this like very visceral feeling as we're speaking because Mm. I remember people saying to me, no, she's this, she's that, she's so nice. I'm like, no. And and now looking back, it's like, I know there had to be something in our past life that I don't know what it was, but I just knew. I knew it was beyond this plane. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, we're all, I mean, you and I already know this, like we're in the same soul family, right? It's like the people that we interact with are in the same soul family and we're here to help each other grow no matter what. We just have a choice. Do we want to grow through pain or do we want to grow through pleasure? And I've chosen, I've chosen that I'm growing through pleasure and joy and happiness. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it's like, I, I, you know, the, the beautiful thing is having the awareness and then being able to know, okay, what do I need to do to, to let this go and to move forward and to understand why it is here for me. Right. Um, right. So even if people, these two people that you're talking about were very, where you felt like a strong energetic response to in a not so positive way, it would be interesting to explore what that was, what that's about. Sure. And you know, it's interesting. The the other part is that you know, beyond when you're really tapped into your intuition and it's beyond the, the feeling or the knowing or the seeing, you know, I, as all the Claire's, it's even beyond that. And I asked myself that question, just like you, when you're having these things come up, you're like, oh, that's what that is, or that's that past life. And then it's just getting to that root of that and working through that healing process. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, for all of the listeners, it's like, they might be thinking, well, how do I get to that place of that knowing, you know, you and I are very honed in that. And I would just, you know, advise them if you just get quiet, just meditate, just meditating and breathing and being in that place of quiet solitude, clearing out the mental clutter of what's going on in the mind, you know, every answer you need to know is inside of you and you can check in and say, you know, is this, this, and, and, and and then your body sends you feelings and you're able to then go on that. And like you said, you're able to do it. I'm able to do it. Everyone's able to do it. It just takes practice. Right. And then also I would say though, a majority of people need a teacher or need a healer to kind of guide them and help them. If they're having severe anxiety or there's certain things like claustrophobia or fears that are so beyond getting through and they're open Again, that's the other thing. If they're open to it, to seek out someone like you to really help them and guide them and hold their hand. I think, you know, I I think the other part that gets really interesting and, you know, we can kind of speak to this just doing the work that we do. Like I'll have people sometimes that I've never met and they'll call me on the phone and say, so do you clear chakras? And I'm like, (laughs) I kind of like almost (laughs) giggle because I'm, you know, I'm like, meanwhile, it's Reiki and all the chakras are clear, but they they think it's going to be this special, you know, mixture. And I know my second chakra is blocked. And I'm like, okay. So they come in and we do like this conversation and they've done all this reading and all this Googling and they're convinced that their second chakra is blocked. And then I'm just going to go in and clear that second chakra. And (laughs) I'm always like, we are a system. We are a body. We are a person. We are, you know, mind, body, spirit. And it's so beyond that. So it's so much, there's so much information out there, which I think is lovely and wonderful. But the other part is having someone that really can help you and assist you and guide you and facilitate and heal you and be with you like you're doing. Because there are so you can read as many books as you want, but you really do need that person to guide you, right? Like, you know, yeah. I think people get yeah. a little, I think we're kind of at this amazing time and period in history where people know chakras and maybe that term was never known so long ago. And things are kind of thrown around but people still need the assistance of human touch and teachers and facilitators. Because I think as many books as we can read, as much online stuff we can do, and I think all that's wonderful, when it comes to the healing process, there's nothing like you being right there with them. Right, yeah. What I like to say is I hold space for them and support them in the process. 100%. Yeah. And as you have shared intention, right, it becomes amplified. So your intention to help and be a conduit of healing for the client you just mentioned helps facilitate everything in a much cleaner, quicker way. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So when someone comes and I guess it's, it depends on the person. So if they come and you've worked with them or you've had a conversation or done an assessment and is it, does it take time or are some very immediate, the results very immediate after a regression or for some it's more of a process? 
Great question. For some people, it's a process, and for some people, it's immediate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there's no. There's no one answer. You know, sometimes it takes a couple of times for you to really get into that place and space. For some people, it's immediate. The one thing that I do tell my clients is that don't expect it to be a movie. For some people, but yeah, right? Like for some people, and I have a bunch of clients who they're able to really see what's going on with great detail. I have a man, he, he goes into spontaneous past life regressions and I'm not even doing a regression on him. My, I'm just working over him and he's able to just get there. And he, and after he always sits up, he's like, I don't know what it is. I go, do you do this all the time? He's like, no, it's just within, he's like, I don't know what it is. It's about you. And whenever I'm here and I'm like, okay, cool. Right. So that somehow my, energy, my vibration, whatever brings him into that space. And he gets the information he needs to get, but he's able to see everything so clearly for most of the other clients. It's more like images, like a little flash of something, or just like a clear knowing. And this is how I get my information. I'm not in, I'm not in the movie category. I just get little like images and then because I trust what I get, I'm then able to expand upon it. Mm. So that's what I tell people. I say, whatever comes, just let it come and say it. And then you'll be able to expand upon it and trust that what you get. And part of what the craft that I do is I'm able to ask questions and get them to where it needs to go if that makes sense. Um, right. So again, what I tell people is don't get so caught up in the details. Don't get so caught up in the story. It's not the story we're after. It's the healing that we're after. Like you said earlier. I love that because the, it's again, I love what you just said. It's not in the story. It's the healing that we're after. Right. Right. That's the result. We want healing around, whatever you're going on. And the woman who had the plague thing, a lot moved for her and a lot of less fear. Another client I just recently, his energy had a soul fragment and it was stuck in guilt and shame. Mm. And again, that's what's playing out in his current reality. So much guilt and shame, guilt and shame. He actually had an intergalactic life where it was like in space, like a kind of like, yeah, like a kind of Star Wars-y thing, which again, it's, possible, right? I mean, if we think we're the only (laughs) thing going on in this whole universe, I mean, I I certainly don't believe that. I always knew that if we could be here on earth, there's got to be other energy somewhere else. I always felt that way. Oh, me Um, too. Me too. Yeah. I mean, so his energy was in like a space realm. And once we cleared that, he always was having visions of like, again, like Star Wars-y kind of stuff. And once we cleared and released the soul fragment, he doesn't see it anymore. It's not, you know, like quote haunting him. Um, and the guilt and shame has, has lessened a bit. I know that there's more work that I have to do with him around other ones, because this is the point of all of the past lives, which really is the beginning of it. When we decide 
What is it that we want to learn? What is it? Why are we here? And the way that everyone can understand that what are we here to learn is what are you currently experiencing in your life? That's how you know what you're here to learn because it's showing up for you to, to work through. So for him, it was the guilt and shame for her. It was to release a fear of dying for other people. It's safe for me to be aligned in my truth and speak my truth and be in my power for other people. It's worthiness for other people. It's connection right? And being connected to a greater purpose more than themselves. Everybody has an individualized curriculum. It's very interesting because it's always about what we're doing right now, what we're learning right now. And mm-hmm. then when we take it into, when we, when we look back on the past lives and we get the healing around it, we don't want the trauma to run the show. So right. when we can release that trauma from the past lives, then we can you know, have that lesson and, and clear. It's almost like when people, what's that, what's that term where like, you're constantly repeating the cycles. Oh yeah. 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 The people that are constantly repeating the cycles, there's a word for that. Um, hmm. yeah, I kind of forget the term where like, you're constantly going, you know, you meet the same people, you attract the same people, like more like that. Like you attract the same people, you have the same issue coming up because you haven't cleared it away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's similar in the same sense of if you're allowing the trauma to run the show, when you can release that trauma from, you know, through past life and through healing and working with, with someone to facilitate that, then you can have that more clarity and, and lessen around what you're, what you're here for, like what you were saying. Yeah. One of the biggest things for me that cleared up with with a past life regression was I had an energetic cough for 10 years, like coughing all the time. And it wasn't anything physical. It wasn't allergies. It wasn't reflux. It wasn't reflux. It wasn't anything in my lungs or bronchial you know, it wasn't any of that. It was a past life trauma where I was smothered with a pillow. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. A real good one there. And there was a soul fragment there too. And it was through my initial big push through healing myself before I became a practitioner that then once we cleared that, the, the cough was was gone. So yeah, it's like, what are you experiencing now? Whether it be something physical, something mental, something emotional, something spiritual, very often, if it can't be, if it's not traced back to something in this lifetime, it very often can be something in the past, in the past life. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, you know, we could have this conversation forever and ever because there's so much to talk to you about. And we're going to have to bring you back on the show because we have so many topics that I know the listeners would love to hear. Awesome. Where can people find you? So my website is marcybarronclears.com. It's M-A-R-C-I-B-A-R-O-N, clears, C-L-E-A-R-S.com. That is my website. There is a contact form where we can connect. And if you want to email me and reach out, I always respond. I'm happy to email you back. There's also a scheduler where you can schedule a 20-minute discovery call. So you can connect to my calendar and I have 
talk to people all over the world through Skype or Zoom. And it's a complimentary call. So for 20 minutes, if you wanted to ask me a question and I can give you the answer. And again, very often it, it, it sometimes can be information. I have a lot of information on my website that is you know, free and complimentary and people can access. And then if there's more work that people want to do and we're a good fit, then we, it's up to them if they want to uh, schedule an appointment. Fantastic. And I'm going to put all this information in the show notes. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, just go ahead and look at the show notes and all the information, plus the two books that you mentioned and Marcy's website will be there. So before we close, Marcy, I always ask, I like to ask the listeners to the guests, so the listeners know is, can you share your intuitive moment, a moment that you had in your life, like almost like what we call like an aha moment and that you listen to your intuition? Wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't always listen to my intuition, but I will say that the biggest aha moment I had was when the universe kept, I was working as a full-time, you know, employee in the workforce. And then I was let go because of budget cuts or takeover or whatever and laid off. And then I was like in fear mode and got another job. And I was in this, it went from bad to worse. And I was working on my website and wanting to be a full-time practitioner. And, and in that moment where the, the employer was verbally abusive to me, literally. And I was just like, this is it. I just, I'm ready to start my business. I trust that everything is leading me to this place. The timing was right. My website was coming live and through supportive love through friends, family, even my ex-husband, it was like, all right, take the leap. And it was that aha moment that, okay, I'm scared, but I'm going to do this. And that intuition of trust that everything happens the way it's supposed to. And I've been supported in that. So that was just a huge aha moment for me where I just was like, all right, leap and you will be supported. And I have been. So. Oh, I love that. I love that story. It's, it's always amazing (laughs) when we listen, when we can listen to that voice and there's that, that peaceful feeling of, oh, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It was, it was true alignment. You know, it was true it was truly an aha moment where I said, okay, this is what's happening. And Oh, the proof in this, and and this is the part two to it was when I have this beautiful studio in Woodbury on Long Island here. And when we did all the painting and then the carpet was laid down, when I came downstairs, there were the carpet people, there was like this bracelet that had angel wings on it. And it was laid out on the on a counter, and I, I was like, "There's the validation." <laughs> oh, I love it! I love the validation from the angel. That's always a good sign. Yeah, so that was it, and it was it. it, it it's a beautiful thing. I, now I have a lot more aha moments. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now they just keep coming, which is so great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure, and I know the listeners are going to enjoy this immensely. So, thank you for sharing your light and being a conduit to so many people. And uh, it was great to have you on. Thanks so much, Marcy. Thank you, Tina. I so appreciate it. Thank you. 